The holographic entity, Gaia, paces nervously as a teen in green coveralls works diligently under a control panel. Gaia runs her hand through her short hair and leans in to spy on the work in progress. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with you rewiring the command center, Defender. I wouldn't call what I'm doing a simple rewiring. <laughs> I'm just isolating the subharmonic frequency of the source to make sure that we don't lose our connection ever again. Plus, I've, I've told you. Call me Jay. Noted, Defender. I understand the logic behind your motivations, but this is pretty technical stuff. This is literally alien technology. <sighs> Unless you've forgotten. I just used dinosaur technology to fabricate a mystical Tesla coil to reconnect me and my four friends to the energy source that powers our conduits and cannot be tracked, and that has existed since time immemorial. <sighs> I think I know what I'm doing. That was a fairly large power fluctuation. Um, that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Jay slides out from under the control panel and surveys their work. Added to the sleek lines and uniformity of the alien technology is a handmade device from the teenage inventor. Should we not be alerting the other guardians of this test? It seems like something you would want witnesses or help for. Benny and Scarlett are at that football camp thing, Gwen is giving swimming lessons down at the pool, and Hanwell is directing a charity fashion show. Uh, should I read anything into the fact that no one has invited me to anything? It's uh, a question for another day. Moving on. Alright, last thing to do is to morph and set the vibrational frequency. Oh, uh, Gaia, is there any way you can record this? I would love to analyze the data. Recording in progress, Defender. Please be careful. Trust me. <sighs> Guardians, engage! Druidic Defender! Inside a cavernous hall, a bespectacled young man in a blue plaid shirt and jeans runs in and finds a red and gold robot with a saucer-like head frantically toddling around a control panel. 
A large vertical cylinder sits empty on one side of the room, while a wall of monitors shows nothing but static at another. Hi, hi, hi! Billy, the disturbance is not zone on offline. Are we under attack? I'm not certain. I've been charting fluctuations in the vibrational harmonics of a morphing grid, but I don't think Rita or Zed are capable of this. Call for the rest of the team, just in case. Oh no. Whatever has happened has disabled both our communication and teleportation capabilities. A fluctuating portal sparks into existence, revealing a silhouetted figure frozen inside. The defense is all working! Something is trying to enter the... Command. The panicked robot lifelessly slumps forward and ceases functioning. Alpha! Better safe than sorry. It's morphin' time! Triceratops Wolf Ranger power! In a flash, the young team is covered in a full-body blue uniform with a white diamond pattern across his chest. The inverted pattern covers his matching gloves and boots, while his head is completely covered with a blue helmet that resembles a wolf. As the portal dissipates, it leaves behind Jay in their matte black bodysuit, accented by a sleek and metallic chestplate, gauntlets, boots, and helmet in emerald green. Again? Do Evil Rangers not know the color spectrum exists? Oh, Flack! This is an alien ship, and by default that makes you an alien guardian! Did you involuntarily teleport me? Um, oh, Earth Shield! You broken here! Power Lance! The Green Guardian reaches down with their left hand, summoning parts of the stone floor to their wrist. Vine-like tendrils sprout from their bracelet and form an earthen shield. The Blue Ranger moves into a fighting pose, and in a flash, a five-foot lance with dual tridents is in his hands. The two would-be combatants carefully study their opponent's weapon. Was that instantaneous teleportation? Yes. From a static location or from pocket dimension? Pocket dimension. That is so ace! Was that bioorganic manipulation? Yes! With liquid metal structural reinforcement? Yes! The Blue Ranger relaxes his stance and lowers his weapon slightly. How did you manipulate the stone? Nanotech? That's a little difficult to explain without going into a lot of detail. I'm pretty smart. What do you know about ley lines? Archaeologist Alfred Watkins' theory suggesting that they are lines that crisscross around the globe and carry along with them rivers of supernatural energy? The one and the same. You're looking at a ley line powered shield. More phenomenal. More phenomenal? Billy? Excuse me? Billy Cranston! You're the only one on the planet that says more phenomenal. Tapping their conduit, Jay recalls their elemental armor and begins walking towards Billy. How did you get this level of tech? I'm not who you think. Billy, we've been to every science camp on the West Coast together since kindergarten. 
Billy returns to his street clothes and stares confusedly at the teen in the green work coveralls. Oh. Unless you've drastically changed your hairstyle and gained 20 pounds of muscle since last weekend, you are not my Billy. Yeah. Who are you? Jay Terror. Ring any bells? Sorry, never met you before. What do you think this is? Temporal anomaly? Were you involved in any chronal events or, or experiments? Just theoretical explorations of a portable Einstein-Rosen bridge. Eh, wormholes are always fun. What were you doing before you showed up here? I was attuning our command center to a stronger vibrational frequency I found for the source. The source? It's the mystical energy source that gives me and the other Guardians our powers. So, we have a vibrational experiment and an unquantifiable energy source. Are you familiar with cybernetician David Foster? <laughs> Obviously. Interdimensional travel does make the most sense. We just need to recreate the vibrational frequency pattern and... And I should shift back to my dimension. That might be a challenge as your arrival knocked out the command center in Alpha 5. Alpha 5? What's an Alpha 5? Oh, that is bloody fantastic! You have a robot? That would be so much more helpful than Gaia when conducting experiments! Who is Gaia? She's a holographic AI that runs our command center. Looks like it's on to us to jumpstart the command center and get you home. The two young inventors begin to work on the control panel. So, you all call yourselves Guardians? Yeah, there's five of us. Me, Benny, Scarlet, Hanwell, and Gwen. That's interesting, as we originally started with five as well. Zack, Trini, Kimberly, Jason, and I were made Power Rangers by Zordon. I wonder what it is about the number five. I don't think five is a hard and fast rule. We actually had 17 active rangers at one point. Seventeen? That seems like quite the fighting force. Well, five of them were evil rangers working for the government. Hey, would you mind taking off your conduit so I can examine it? I'm getting nowhere with a nanowave containment collector. Any luck for Tritonic charge drive pedals? That's going to be a negative on both accounts. The conduit and the ring don't come off. By choice? By design. That has got to be frustrating. You have no idea. The liquid nanite metal that makes up our conduits and rings are also our suits. They bonded with us the first night and have never come off. So your suit is in your conduit? Like the Flash? Exactly! Just like yours manifests like green lanterns. God, it is so nice to talk to someone who gets it. Would you happen to have any food here? I sort of skipped lunch while working on my experiment. I've got a box of granola bars around here somewhere. I do the same thing all the time. Chocolate chip? Oh, thanks. Bro. What's the most bonkers thing you've done as a Power Ranger? It's a toss-up between going to space and bringing my friend back from the dead. You've been to space? 
like space, space. Oh, I never even considered checking if the rock that supports is space capable. Your Zord... Titan. Your Titan is called the rock that supports? What does it look like? Oh, it's a giant turtle. Specifically, the mythological world turtle. We have a whole mystical creature thing. Phoenix, alicorn, dragon, and a beetle. Beetle doesn't sound too mystical. I think it's supposed to be a scarab. How was space? If it wasn't for the alien invasion we were fighting, it probably would have been nice. Any great guardian moments? I don't know if it's great, but we fought a monster that ended up being a synthetic human I went on a date with? The same synthetic human that I later found out was being controlled by a dinosaur scientist from the center of the Earth. Said dinosaur scientist, later, secretly befriended me online. (laughs) Your world is so much crazier than mine. So you have dinosaurs and magic ley lines? How are our worlds so similar and so different? (laughs) String theory does state that the rules of the universe are decided on the string's vibrations. Maybe the strings in my universe vibrate a little differently than the strings here. Jay, you're absolutely brilliant! Of course I am. But why specifically this time? (laughs) We know that our universes are similar in tons of ways, but different in certain ways. That means our vibrational frequencies are going to be mostly identical. What if a morphing grid and a source are the same thing, just vibrating a little differently? Are you suggesting that the grid and the source are a network address and I just need to find my universe's host address? Essentially. I can't connect to the grid and the source at the same time. Um, oh, can I use your morpher? It's DNA locked just for me, but I think we can create a daisy chain. If we connect my morpher to your conduit, we should be able to get you home. Okay, okay, right. But we are going to have to activate them simultaneously just to minimize the chance of vibrational irregularities. The academic duo, reinvigorated by their combined epiphany, work feverishly to complete a bridge to connect Billy's morpher to Jay's conduit. In a few minutes, a crude device is fashioned and connects the two alien devices together. One last thing. If you come across an individual wearing insect-like armor and riding a motorcycle, they're going to be on your side. Will do. This has been really fun. You should totally look the me of this universe up. If they are anything like me, they are dying for a friend like you. You ready? Let's do it. It's Guardian time. Triceratops Wolf Defender! Hurry before he closes! Jay rushes forward and dives through the fluctuating portal. As soon as the portal closes, Billy's command center sparks back to life. Man, center, what should we do? Alpha, Alpha, it's okay. It was just a momentary interdimensional realignment. I'll tell you all about it while we get Zordon back online. Billy turns back to the control panel and notices a small black cuboid, roughly two inches by three inches. On one side of the device are two buttons and a small rectangular screen. 
while the other side has a crudely written geometric figure that resembles a capital letter G. Underneath the small device is a hastily scribbled note. Forgot to ask if your universe has pages, but this is one. <laughs> I know we agreed that breaching dimensions is probably not the best idea, but in case of emergency, give us a call. Smiling, the young hero places the device in his pocket and turns back to the task at hand. More phenomenal. Jay stumbles out of the portal and almost passes through the panicked holographic Gaia. Defender, are you okay? Oh, just your, uh, typical momentary interdimensional realignment? I'll tell you all about it while I make some more adjustments to the control panel. Jay reaches into their pocket and pulls out a black cuboid identical to the one they left for Billy. The only difference in the devices is on the back of theirs is a roughly sketched lightning bolt. Gaia, remind me to call Billy Cranston when I'm done here. Oh, 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 oh,